Hey guys, welcome back. Buckle up. We're going to have another fast-paced episode. We got Chadley here. We got uh, a couple good, couple movies, couple good movies, couple movies, couple movies, couple movies. Got top movie. five. We got, we got some stuff. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> there was no shitty movies this week. We'll get to that. I actually kind of like this. I kind of no, like this. Uh, okay, so let's, um, what do you, what do you want to, let's start off with Whiplash. Yeah, let's, let's, let's dive right into it, you know. So let, uh, I'm going to, before we even get started on Whiplash, let me give you a little bit of an explanation. First we got Miles Teller, who hasn't been in fucking dick all, except for goddamn a remake of Footloose, which was garbage. And uh, then he, yeah, he's been in a couple things, but I've never enjoyed him in them, so. Yeah, no, he's always been bad, but then in this movie he's like, yo, I, I'm going to step up to the plate. He, st- he stepped up to the plate hard, he but of course... He's a weird-looking motherfucker, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't, he was cast as Mr. Fantastic, and I'm like, yo, don't they usually just cast, like, good-looking dudes in those roles? Really? They, I thought they... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's gonna be Mr. Fantastic <laughs> in the Fantastic Four. All right. I like, he, the, I like, I like the Black Johnny Storm. I'm, I'm pretty fucking stoked for that. Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be good. That'll be good. But, um... So, yeah, we got Miles Teller as the main character. Basically, he's this kid who goes to Schaefer, which is, um... A, you know, a fucking prestigious as shit uh, musical school, and he gets into, like, Studio Man, which is, like, the biggest deal. And it's orchestrated by um, uh, Terrence Fletcher, played by J.K. Simmons. Now, look, I don't, I don't think we've ever talked about J.K. Simmons on this show, mostly because he doesn't do very much, but when he does stuff, he fucks. Oh, yeah. Last he thing knows, he was in was good, too. I can't remember what it was, but... He like he was in something went, good like last year too. He went hundo in this one. Oh yeah, he was he was fucking pulling a hundo. That's for sure. <laughs> he was going hundo the whole movie. Now let, let now before we really get into it, I want to say I want to say one thing. This might be one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. It's really fucking good. Yeah, man, this is a good fucking movie. And now, like, this movie might even get shortlisted for the Oscars, but how this isn't frontrunner to win, I don't fucking know, man. Look, I saw Boyhood. Wasn't that great? Pretty good? Wasn't that great, though? Yeah, see, there's a problem with Boyhood. Here's a problem with Boyhood right here. Uh, it starts off about nothing, and it ends off about nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, no, there's no... It doesn't really. It doesn't really have an ending. It just sort of is like... Like, they might as well have just said, and they lived happily ever after. Hey, hey, hey Link later. Why don't you film another 12 years, you douchebag? <laughs> just uh, do another shitty Billy Bob Thornton comedy, you fuck. I, 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 don't, I, don't, mean to, I don't mean to, like, hate on Link later. He's done some good shit, but, hey, no one cares. <laughs> school douches who are like, well, I do agree that it is, like, something that's never been done before, so I give him that. Yeah, and, and to be honest, I do like the movie, but do I like it as much as Whiplash? No. I don't think I liked it as much as Whiplash or Birdman. Yeah, no, no I certainly didn't. I thought both of them were better. Um, let's get a little bit into this Whiplash movie. Now, let's let, let's focus on J.K. Simmons. Oh yeah. He's re like, he, like like we said, he pulled out he pulled a Hondo, but. <laughs> this movie reminded me of The Grey, and this is going to seem like a weird comparison, but, but just just stay with me here. Well, Remind me. Here's the thing about the uh, movie of Dang podcast is all roads lead to Nice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All roads lead to the Nice. So basically, here's why I thought of The Grey, is that when writing that script for Liam Neeson, they almost exclusively gave him the word fuck to say. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much all they gave J.K. Simmons to say in this movie. He's, he said the fuck word a lot. Yeah, he sure did. Which was strange, because for the first ten minutes, there wasn't any swearing, so I was like, what, what is this shit? They throwing a PG-13 joint at me? Oh, man, they, they, a... they, they catch you off guard, you know, right? Like, uh, once you start getting into that, uh, like, J.K. Simmons part of the movie, they're th- like, they start off with, like, a, like a sharp cunt, and you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that caught and me it's, off it's... guard. It's so surprising, too. It's just like, it's just like, faggot, faggot, fuck, faggot, fuck, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, retard, like, it's all over the place. So here's the good thing about, uh, about the words they chose for this one, like, 
Retard, uh, that's kind of been out of the lexicon for a few years. Same with Faggot. Those two kind of like, yeah. those two, those two, in the last five to ten years, they've kind of uh, meandered off. They have the same kind of connotation as cunt, but I feel like cunt is even softer at this point because like, <laughs> <laughs> you can throw around cunt, but like if you say faggot, people are like whoa. Or same with retard. Um, well, yeah, and and I think they I think they use that to their to their advantage in absolutely the they did because I was thrown off. I'm like, well, I haven't heard this shit in movies since <laughs> fucking Rush Hour. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> fucking rush hour. And like it like it almost makes you, you know, take a step back, like, whoa, holy fuck. And in a way it sort of villainizes his character, sure. which I think yeah, was absolutely. kind of what they were going for. I didn't think I don't think they wanted to overly villainize him, and that's why you had scenes mm-hmm. like the scene where they saw him in the hallway talking to that girl and he goes, Oh, I haven't seen you since you were this old, this tall. Are you gonna come play piano for me when you're older? You know. It, mm-hmm. it showed that he wasn't exactly a villain, but what he, the way that he worked, he called he called his band members cocksuckers all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Always cocksuckers. That's that was he had some great uh, he had some great metaphors in there about blowing cocks and trumpets, you know, so stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and and like if I'm being honest, like this wasn't a comedy. I sure laughed a lot though. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> At stuff that J.K. Simmons. Um, it's certainly, it's certainly not a comedy, but uh, yeah. you know, there's dark, there's some dark comedy in it. Um, he even, he even alludes to that later in the film, where when he was talking to uh, the kid, where he's like, he was saying he didn't do it, uh, do it just to like belittle them. He did it so that they would be better, right? Yeah, he did so. it to encourage them. Like every every action he took was motivation, which is why the character is actually so brilliant. But I remember there was a few times in the movie, and there's one part at the end. I don't want to give it away because it is something that'll like when you watch this movie. Because sure. everybody That's listening like, to this podcast, watch this movie. The last the last twenty minutes is like some of the best shit. Yo, yeah, <laughs> like ever. I I didn't see it coming at all, and I was like, oh my fuck, holy fuck. But um, uh, the only times that I really thought, wow, that guy was an asshole was mostly thinking about the Miles Teller character because I like throughout the film I always thought that that's kind of what uh, Terrence Fletcher was doing is that he was motivating them but there was times where Miles uh, Miles Teller's character whose name was uh, Andrew Neiman was being an asshole like when he broke up with his girlfriend and he's like I want to be a great drummer and you will stop me from doing that and I will resent you I'm like man you are a fucking dick yeah and like the scene where he's he's like fucking belittling his football playing cousins, it's like you know what they're proud of themselves. Don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah, that was a weird scene. Although I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I, it was weird because in a way there were some parts like those two scenes that I just mentioned. There were parts where you just would notice little quirks of Fletcher coming out in Andrew. Mm-hmm. Just just yeah. because he was being taught by him. And I, I like I like that too, and it. Because there's no perfect characters in this movie, which was good. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of like that. Another thing I noticed about this movie, and very few movies do this, but the movies that tend to do it, like movies like this, they can pull it off. Um, the side characters in this movie had almost no focus. There was no uh, you know, scenes about them, not really characters. They were just kind of there to supplement the fact that we are focusing on Fletcher and Neiman. Sure. Anytime they introduced a character, they immediately got rid of them almost too. Like, uh, like his girlfriend, she's in it for like what half an hour maybe. Um, then there's yeah, the, she then probably has like, like six minutes of screen time. Then there was like the the first guy that was the drummer in the band, uh, Tanner or something. Uh, and then like he was yeah. swept away real quick. And like the dad, you you see him like maybe like five times in the movie. So yeah, like everybody kind of just. Everybody was just there to, to to supplement the main characters, really. Yeah, absolutely. And I liked that. I liked that. It brought out it brought out characteristics that we wouldn't have seen otherwise. Now, I have a really big question because this is something that has been I've been debating on in my mind. Okay, so there's a scene about halfway through the movie where they're about to go on, and Tanner hands his folder to Neiman and says, "Hold this." But earlier in a scene earlier, Fletcher says, "If I find one more of these fucking." Uh, band folders laying around. I swear to God, I'm going to kill somebody. So then Neiman puts it down for two seconds. He turns his head, turns back. It's fucking gone, right? Mm. And they're fucking flipping out. Now, 
do you think do you think that Fletcher took it? Uh yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's I I've been debating it for a while because he was mentioning how annoyed he was with the misplaced folders, but I wasn't I wasn't so sure. I wasn't so sure. But now that now that somebody else agrees with me, I think yeah, I think I'm good with the thesis that Fletcher took it. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not 100% sure on it, but it just it's at the time when I was watching it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, he probably took it, right? Cuz that's something he would do." Yeah. Yeah, cuz he's fucking he's a fucking fuck like that. <laughs> he's a fucking fuck boy. Yeah. Fletcher now, was a fuck boy though, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, he certainly he certainly was a fuck boy. <laughs> now, like I said, I don't want to give a whole lot away, but just just want to discuss one little thing about the ending here is when he goes sure. up to him and he goes he goes what do you think I'm fucking stupid? That might be one of the most intense moments in fucking movie history. Oh yeah, dude, that was hard. I was fucking hard. I was like, right. holy shit. There's a lot of there's, there's a lot of moments in this movie that will catch you off guard, even if you like you think you know what's happening, and then like just more shit happens. Yeah, like I don't know. It all seemed like peaches and cream up until that second. You're like, oh, now we're gonna get like a happy little ending, and then it's like. Oh fuck, fuck! Like I, I live, I live alone, and I like, I shot up and was like throwing pills around, and I was like, "Holy <laughs> fuck, boys, here we go!" Like audibly yelling and stuff like that. that there, was so there, was, there was one scene that didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, I won't give away too much, but there's a car accident in this movie. Mm-hmm. It just, it didn't make that much sense to me at the time. I don't know. How did you feel about that scene? Um. I thought it was. I don't think he would be able to walk away from it that easily. Yeah. Um. Especially, especially because that was a semi hitting directly into him. Sure. It wasn't like it wasn't he. It wasn't like the semi or like just a regular truck hit his fucking passenger side. It fucking hit him on his side. So I don't and he, think. He and he been, wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Like, oh no, he. That's one of the things you gotta know. Like he would have died from that shit. I I don't know if he would have died, but he certainly would have been a wouldn't have been able oh, to just you know, fucking. Dude. You're getting T-boned by a semi. You're not wearing a seatbelt. You're fucking dead for sure. You, you probably would die if you were wearing a seatbelt. Getting T-boned by a semi. Yeah, but then again, they were in the city, so they couldn't have been going too fast. Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose, but like, still, still T-bone, T-boned by a semi. T- and, and we could probably assume that that semi was trying to break, so he probably was going like forty. When he actually, I, I understand. Yeah, I get that, but still, it's a fucking semi, dude. It weighs like yeah. twenty thousand pounds. He, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have walked away from it. That's for sure. He wouldn't have walked away from it at all. But yeah. uh, other, other than that, like, I don't, I don't say this lightly, all right? Because I'm, I'm sort of a movie douche. Uh, this was a nearly perfect motion picture. Like, it's, it's super fucking good. I, I, I would agree with this. This is definitely. This is definitely going to be my top five movies of the year. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, fucking absolutely. Absolutely it will be. It's e- uh, Like, in my opinion, I've, I, like, I've seen a lot of movies this year. This is easily the best one I've seen. Easily. By, like, leaps and bounds. So, 150% fuck yes for me. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give it 100% fuck yeah. Go see this movie. If you got it, if you got it, go see it. It's fantastic. Is it? It came out like earlier in the year, though, right? It's like a Sundance movie or something. I could have, man. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. Could have. Great, great, great stuff, Chad. <laughs> well done. I'm a. I'm a professional. So do we want to? Do we want to? Do we want to? I think we've said pretty much all the praises about Whiplash that we can. Yeah. Sure. Do we want to move on to our top five? Uh, top five band movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all right, right, all right. Why don't you start us off this week? All right. Let me just crack this beverage right here. All right. Ah. ah. Uh, my That's... number five movie. I wouldn't consider this a great movie, but when you say band movies, it's certainly one that comes to mind. This is School of Rock. Oh, fucking Jack A. Black. Jack Black. Richard Linklater, who we were kind of who we were kind of dishing it to earlier. <laughs> That's correct. This is a Linklater. <laughs> it's a Linklater. That's, uh, Mike White. Mike White and Jack Black. Mike White is like so horrible, but who else is in this? Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Yeah, Sarah Silverman. Um, what's uh Joan Cusack? Yeah, yeah. Most notable for her role in Toy Story Two. 
<laughs> and toys. Dude, and then with her and toys. All those kids that grew up to do nothing, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no, the one girl, the one girl was in fucking sure. iCarly. <laughs> sure, iCarly. That's right. I don't know if you, I don't know if we call Mir- that Miranda, success, but... Miranda something. Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah. I don't know if we call iCarly success, but she's definitely doing something. I know a couple of them are in like bands and shit, like legit. Well, yeah, because for that movie, they actually had to learn how to play those instruments, which is yeah. which is what I like so much about that fucking movie. To, to oh, that was one thing with whiplashes. Occasionally, you could uh, like when they did like a shot from above him, you could kind of tell it was a stunt double because he was like it was like a balding like forty. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because like of course, yeah, of course, he couldn't actually drum like that, Miles yeah. Teller. And like, yeah, that that is something I did notice as well. So my number five band movie. Uh, now this one, I don't know if this one counts. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still on the edge of whether or not this one counts, but it's you know, it's got a band in it, so it's. A movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. The band is Sex Bomb. Yeah. No, I was thinking about putting that on here. That's a good fucking movie. Yeah, it is it is a good fucking movie. It's it's probably one of the only Michael Sarah joints I'll I'll watch, that's for that's sure. True. That um, that Youth Revolt are kinda I like those yeah, movies. Youth and Revolt and Superbad's good. Oh um, yeah, Superbad. I always forget that he's in that. <laughs> yeah, because because he's he done he doesn't do anything in that movie. <laughs> it's all Jonah Hill and Christopher Mintz Blast in yeah, that movie. Absolutely. He's just a skinny guy who gets bitchy once. Jason but, uh, yeah. Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman movie. was in this movie. Yeah, and there was the reason I picked this movie for band, um, for the band genre is mm-hmm. because there's that awesome fucking scene where they have the band battle, where yeah, they try to yeah. out them. That's a really that's, good scene. That's a fucking incredible scene. There's Absolutely. a lot of there's, that movie is a lot of fun. I'll I'll accept that one. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I pre- I appreciate your acceptance. What's your number four? My number four is a little movie called Almost Famous. Almost Famous. Almost Jason, famous. Jason Lee's in this movie. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's so I don't know. Bad. I like this movie. No, I, that's a good movie. It just barely missed my list. I haven't. I, I I saw it fairly recently, like in the last six months or so. I think it's a pretty good movie. Um, I don't know. I just I I enjoy like the touring kind of movies, and yeah. and it's cool because it's got uh, Philip Seymour or something like that. Somebody like that is in it. I, I haven't seen this movie for years, and that's that's why I didn't put it on my list. Is I do remember liking it, but I just I haven't seen it in so fucking long. Yeah, it's a good movie. I like it. So my number, uh, what are we at? My number four. My number four is just sort of a given. My number four is this is Spinal Tap. Spinal uh, Tap. Who is in this? Harry Shearer? Is that is that who's in this, or is it Hank Azaria? One of those fucking people who's on The Simpsons for some reason. I saw I saw I saw Spinal Tap like once when I was ten. So yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, <laughs> but I just I don't know the 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 goes up to eleven scene is classic. Yeah, that's really that's good stuff. Every everybody knows about the goes up to eleven scene, uh, and it's often parodied, often parodied without knowing what the source material is, but often Absolutely. parodied. <laughs> oh, don't you love when that happens when something becomes so classic that the source material is just lost? Mm-hmm. It always uh, leads back to Simpsons somehow, though, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll uh, just give my number three here, then. This movie yeah. that came out uh, this year. We haven't talked about it on the show yet, but I think it deserves to, because it's a really good movie. This is Frank. Uh, I've heard that's fucking... That's Michael Fassbender, right? Michael Fassbender, yeah. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Really fucking good movie, man. Uh, it's about like a like a uh, he's got like a mental illness and he wears like this uh, this crazy head and they make like weird music and like um, I can't remember who the the, the kid is. It's like uh, what's Gleason, his son. Brendan Gleason's son. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love the Gleese. Yeah, it's Gleason's son, <laughs> and he like joins the band and he like. Get some mainstream and shit, and they play like South by Southwest. It's, it's a good movie, man. Gleason, Gleason is two letters away from Neeson. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> the six <laughs> degrees of Neeson separation. <laughs> always back to Neeson. Always back to Neeson. So my number three is a my number three is a little Tom Hanks uh, joint that not a lot of people know about. Um, it's called That Thing You Do. Oh uh, yeah, I love that movie. That's uh, that would have been on my list, but it just it just barely missed it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really good movie, and basically 
this uh, band is a one-hit wonder. They put out one song, and Tom Hanks is their manager, and is basically like, you guys are washed up. And then, you know, classic band drama happens. That's a really good Hanks movie, man. People like, yeah. tend to overlook that one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I saw I saw this thing uh, lately, It was or recently. It was, um, fuck, it was at, like, it was in Washington where Tom Hanks was hanging out with uh, President Barack Obama mm-hmm. at, at this thing, and they were honoring Tom Hanks. Uh, it's like a presidential thing or whatever, but they're honoring Tom Hanks, and they had this band come out and do that thing you do, and it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> and then it showed scenes from all these great movies, you know, like Saving Private Ryan, sure. uh, Forrest Gump, Philadelphia, all that, all that jazz. Toy Story. You don't like Forrest Gump? Nah, I'm fine with Forrest Gump. <laughs> dude, Forrest Gump Fox, dude. That movie rules. Ah, you know, it gets some shit, though. F- Forrest Gump legitimately fucks in that movie. I'll, just, I'll, leave, I'll leave you with that. I like Captain Dan. <laughs> yeah. Captain Dan, ice cream. Bubba Gump. <laughs> Gump. You ever read the second book, Gump and Company? <laughs> no, is that a real thing? Yes, yeah, the sequel to Forrest Gump, and like the guy who wrote Forrest Gump was really pissed off that they made that movie, and he didn't get like any money out of it. So like, the very first line in Gump and Company is like, "Don't ever let someone <laughs> make a biopic of your life, no matter how much saying it, it's gonna be shitty." Or something like that. <laughs> it's just like it's, it's like the dude hates the world too, so it's like it's pretty dark. Well, well, if you've ever read Forrest Gump the book, like it's miraculous they made a movie that good out of a book that terrible. Like it's, it's really quite awful. Well, that's up for debate. It's pretty heavy satire, and the guy that wrote it hates every single person on earth. So. Yeah, like in the in the movie, it's about you know like oh he's got a he's got you know like his mental disability, but he can still go places. But the book, it's kind of like it's kind of like look at look at this tard, right? Like it's it's pretty offensive. Was that was that? No, we're talking about Tom Hanks joints now. What's what's your what's your number two? My number two is the movie we talked about today. This is Whiplash. Oh yeah, I fucking love Whiplash, man. Like, it's good. It's like in my blood now. I like I legitimately almost watched it again the night after <laughs> I watched it. Yeah, man, it's good. If I like, I'll I'm sure I'll watch it again fairly soon because it's fucking good. I might, I might watch it again this week. It's really good. Uh, we got a lot to watch this week, but maybe. Yeah. Uh, so my number two, my number two is a movie that we previously spoke about. It's Jack Black's School of Rock. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, fuck Jack yeah! With Mike, Mike White and Joan Cusack. Cool, She's I guess terrible. Can, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can probably skip right over to my number one. This is a great fucking movie. This is Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story. Oh, that is a good movie. How I missed this one. I, I missed it, and I feel like an idiot now. Oh, I, I fucking adore this it's, movie. It's so it's fucking so, funny. It's so fucking funny. It's one of those comedies that you look at it, and you're like, that's probably going to be bad, and then you see it, and you're like, holy fuck. Not a lot of people saw it, too, because they just, like, they're like, John C. Riley, uh, how good could that be? He, it was yeah. it was right off the tail of that uh, Talladega, Talladega Nights. Yeah. It was right off the tail of that, so everybody's like, ew, ew, I don't know about this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna fucking be just amazing. Like, it's so good. It's one of my well, favorite movies. While we're on the topic, Talladega Nights, it's such a trash movie, man. It's so fucking hey, bad. Hey, Chandley, if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> Shake and bake, worst movie of all time. Like, like if you can, if you can catch a ball, you can catch a wrench. Oh no, that was another <laughs> shitty movie. <laughs> okay, so my number one. It's a movie we've already talked about at length. My number one is Whiplash. Sure. I really, I really fucking love this movie. Like, I'm recommending it again, 100%, 100% fuck yes. Cool, all right, let's move on then. Let's move on. Let's, uh, let's talk about good old Jimbo. Oh, Jimmy B. Oh, my God. You don't like this movie, hey? Okay, so I was listening to an earlier podcast today, mm-hmm. right? And we were talking about James Bond. And you said something that fascinated you. Said, you said, you know, at some point in the 90s, uh, just for a period of time, these just become shitty action movies. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fucking threshold. Sure. I like. <laughs> that's the one thing I'll say. It's it's like it's not a bad movie. It's just it's just an action movie. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like it's no different from a Mission Impossible movie. Sure. This like I that's my main complaint about it is the fact that the evil guy in this is. Just like hacking newspapers and shit. Yeah, like, right. That feels like a Mission Impossible <laughs> bad guy. Like, or like the you know Philip Seymour Hoffman in the third one. 
it feels like that kind of bad guy. Like James Bond bad guys, they're 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 a bit more. I don't know. Yeah, they fucking they fucking smuggle drugs. Like this is it's like that sort of shit. No fucking. Like, yeah, they want to, they want nuclear some sort of nuclear bomb. They want drugs. They want stuff like that. Co- secret codes and stuff. They don't want to fucking hack the news network so that they can't so that they rule fucking him. It doesn't make any sense. But you know, there's a lot of good action in it. I I mean, I was I was yeah. looking at the screen. There's yeah, there's definitely some good action. It was uh, a bland. It was a pretty bland movie though. Like I, I feel like no I, color in it. I feel like James Bond as a character was kind of butchered in this one, which is too bad because Pierce Brosnan is quite good. Uh. Why was Judy Dench like standing in that control room the entire time? <laughs> yeah, week? I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, was MI6 closed or something? Oh. Yeah, it didn't seem. I don't know. It was kind of a little. He was a stiff Bond in this. He wasn't too he, interesting. He wasn't going as hard as he was. Oh shit! He wasn't pretty, going as hard. hard pretty as high he fuck meter. He fucked it quite a bit in it. Um, did he? Yeah, he fucked, he fucked that Desperate Housewives girl. Um, yeah, I, I fucked know. at least twice. Maybe yeah, yeah, I think, I think he fucked the Asian girl, right? Like that. Maybe, I don't recall. I, I, I know he fucked twice in the beginning, and then after that it might have slowed down a bit. Yeah, but, um, yeah, he fucked that, uh, Desperate Housewives girl. Number one, don't cast her and stuff. Like, she, Terry Hatcher, she's just... <laughs> She's so bad. Don't cast her in anything ever. Well, she, she she died early enough that it doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I agree with that. But this bad guy, I don't, I don't even know who played him. But like, this was like the nerfiest, pussiest bad guy. We've seen. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was not very good. Um, <laughs> remember, remember the fucking nerf and never say never again. Yeah. Looks, looks like a fucking badass compared you know, to this. You know who was character. good in this though, Mister Stamper. Mister Stamper. Yeah, he was the henchman. You know, bleach blonde henchman. Oh yeah, he was he was pretty good. He uh, was all right, man. He was no different than any of the other. He was he was Come no Stamper was pretty good. It's no Richard Keel, no Richard Keel. Let's be honest. All right, all right, all right. He's no. <laughs> what was the guy with the with the hat, the uh that he threw? Oh, um, odd odd job. Odd job, yeah. yeah. <laughs> odd job. He's, he's no odd, odd job, but but Mr. Stamper's all right. I also want to make uh, another complaint here, real quick. Uh, the fucking, the opening scene, like, the opening sequence, you know, like, how they have, like, the sure. fucking credit sequence. Cheryl Crow. The fucking, the fucking Cheryl Crow song, number one, no thank you. Yeah, and yeah number, 100% fuck no. Number two, number two, the computer coding, like, and the fucking, the this fucking This movie's so robot. fucking 90s, dude, it's so fucking 90s. Well, instead of getting a James Bond movie, basically what we got was a shitty introduction to the internet age. Like it's just some shitty product yeah, it of. It felt like Mission Impossible One rejected script or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, which which sucks uh, because the first scene where he's fucking flying the plane before you know the Cheryl Crow comes in, it's awesome. Yeah, pretty good stuff. Um, it's, it was good. There's not enough Q in this, but he's old as fuck, so I understand. Uh, understandable, and he was wearing a fucking he had like a little a little monkey suit on, so I was into that. <laughs> I adored that Q scene though when he was like yeah. doing the remote control car. And yeah, then it was he gets on it and fucking it's slick as fuck. Yeah, so I, the, problem I, I that, well, the problem with that is '90s cars all looked like shit. So even a BMW, like a '90s BMW, looks like shit compared to the rest of the Bond cars, you know? Yeah, another another thing I love too, right? <laughs> another thing that I love is that uh, Q has over the past few movies he's gotten a catchphrase that is "Grow up, 007," and it's my fucking it's my fucking favorite thing every time he says it. And I'm so sad that well, I think we have one more. I think we have more, one more Desmond Llewellyn. Yeah, I believe there's one more. Which, which 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 makes me so upset, like legitimately upset as a human being. Oh, I, I would have loved to see. Uh, he should have went out. He should have went out at the end of more, man. Yeah, you know or what? Or Goldeneye, even. You know what? Fucking Desmond Llewellyn, I would have killed to see him, you know, go up against Daniel Craig. Oh, like, fucking how se- good would that be? <laughs> the serious tone of <laughs> D. Craig versus the goofy antics of Desmond Llewellyn. How fucking good! That would have yeah. been amazing. See, the, the, the problem with the this, like, this bad guy in this is he was, was just kind of like, he was just kind of like a nerd. But, like, I yeah. think they should have went with, like, uh... You know Ted Turner of like TBS or whatever. Yeah. 
They should have went with a guy like that, like a fucking cowboy ass fucking broadcaster guy. I would have liked that a lot more. Sort of like, sort of like uh, Wade, the CIA guy. Who is this Wade guy that we've got introduced to in the last couple of movies? Oh, yeah, He's like, I don't know. Hey, Jimbo! Like, <laughs> Just the stereotypical American fucking... Yeah. Yo, yo, if you're going to have a CIA agent there, what happened to like Felix? A... Yeah, he was wearing a fucking uh, Hawaiian shirt. That was great yeah. stuff. Oh, you know what I found out about Goldeneye? You know how I was praising um, fucking Boris? Mm-hmm. I can't believe I didn't notice that, but that was fucking Alan Cumming. I was Alan Cumming playing Boris, like a uh, Nightcrawler from X-Men. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fucking Alan Cumming. I didn't even notice that, which is weird because I usually don't like Alan Cumming, but he ruled in Goldeneye. He's, oh, yeah, he's the best part of that movie. <laughs> yeah, fucking absolutely. Dude, that's my favorite character in Goldeneye. Yeah, it's my favorite goal, my my favorite character in Bond, maybe besides Jaws. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I, I, I actually, I really like, uh, I really like the guy from Skyfall. Um, the guy's oh, uh, Javier. Yeah, Javier Bardem. Oh man, he's cool as fuck. He's so cool, and he's he like sound, a computer nerd, so that's why I like him. He sounds like my friend Tobias, like a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh goodness gracious goodness gracious so do you have anything else to say about this Bond movie I would say I would say like good 24 50% fuck yes it's okay there's worse there's worse Brosnan ones trust me <laughs> I mean 50% fuck no I don't think like I won't ever watch this one again uh, I I might but I'd have to be feeling weird <laughs> yeah I don't know this one I don't even know if I like this one as much as On Her Majesty's Secret Service like I really don't uh, like no, this I one. like this I like this one it's just like it's just not a very good Bond movie, but it's a. I think it's a fine movie though. Yeah, I mean, I did enjoy the scene where they were handcuffed together on the motorcycle. That was pretty funny. Yeah, was like, and 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 every and and you do know you do know that I am a big fan of market chase scenes. Yeah, there's some good there's some good like uh, Thailand shit in here, or Vietnam. I don't know where they were, but it yeah. was good. It looked like Thailand, but they kept saying they kept saying Vietnam. I'm pretty it sure it was like, Vietnam. Yeah, I know, but they were going through like the the Thailand islands, you know. <laughs> Thailand like, this islands. It's fucking Thailand. Whatever. What? Uh, Whatever. I don't fucking care. Oh my god. All right, I feel you. I feel you on that one. Shall we move on? Shall we move on to our last film of the day? Yeah, I suppose we could do so, Chadley. If you want. Let's talk. Let's talk about Michael Keaton in Birdman. Oh, Keaton's back, baby. This movie. Much like Whiplash, it's really fucking good. Yeah, um, it's a pretty good movie. One thing that I, I like... I didn't like it as much as Whiplash, but I still think it's good. Oh, I didn't like it as much as Whiplash either. But um, one thing that's really inter- really fascinating about this movie is that it's edited in a really interesting way to make it look like it's one continuous shot throughout the entire movie. Yeah, that's the most impressive thing about this movie. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then, I mean, they cut it off at the end. With, for, like, a shot of jellyfish or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know when you're watching somebody bowl, like, a perfect game, and they're on their ninth they're on their ninth try, and you're like, oh, man, they're going to make it, man. Don't fuck it up. And then they fuck it up. Like, that's kind of what it felt like when they cut to the jellyfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it is it is really, really interesting. And not a weak performance in this movie. Not even from Zach Galifianakis. I was surprised. No, yeah, he was good in this, and I don't like him, like, at all. Like he's I, he's he's normally a hundred percent fuck no for me. Uh, well, I certainly don't like due date. No, due date uh, is fucking trash. He's also he's thin as fuck now. Like he's, yeah, he's he's gotten in good shape, that's for sure. He's looking fit. He pulled a he pulled a reverse Chadley. <laughs> he pulled a, a Chris Pratt as they as they're called these days. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, he it looks... was it was a Jonah Hill, but now it's a Chris Pratt. You know. Yeah. Jonah Hill got fat as shit again. <laughs> he fucking gained it all back. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, nothing but flawless performances, specifically from Michael Keaton and fucking Edward Norton. Oh, Edward Norton's so good. He's so fucking good. Like he, you know, he did. He wasn't in it a whole lot, but he no. was really good. Um, we Emma also Stone had, was Emma Stone, yeah. mediocre. I, you know what? I, I thought she was I thought that she was quite good, especially in that scene where she was yelling about him about, you know, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, relevance and good. relevance and things like that. I thought that was really powerful and really good scene. Yeah, that was definitely the strong one of the stronger points of this film. Uh good performances all around. 
One thing I thought was strange about this movie is they spent the entire movie, the entire first half of the movie, working on relationships between characters, like you know his relationship with Edward Norton, Edward Norton's relationship with his daughter, uh, his relationship with the girl that he supposedly knocked up but didn't, mm-hmm. uh, Naomi Watts and Edward Norton. But then somewhere, like probably like right directly in the middle of the movie, they say fuck all that. And the entire- <laughs> yeah, that did feel weird. <laughs> The entire rest of the movie is just Michael Keaton. Just, like, just Michael Keaton going fucking, like, insane. Yeah. And that was weird, because you never really find... You don't get resolutions to any of those stories that they started, so... Yeah, no, not really. That was an interesting choice. There was one scene that... I, now, I've heard this is, like, one of the most layered movies of all time. You can watch it five times. Sure, it's a, it's, a, it's a fight club type of type of deal, I think. You gotta you gotta watch it a few times. But after the first I don't think there's any amount of views that could explain to me why the two girls in this movie have a scene where they just randomly make out. Hmm. It seemed it seemed strange to me. It, and it was never mentioned again. <laughs> never no conflict resolution on that, bad boy. I think it was basically the reason that scene existed so that Michael Keaton didn't have to feel bad about not giving a shit and Edward Norton didn't have to feel bad about, you know, tapping Emma Stone. Yeah, absolutely. Other than that, I don't see a purpose for that scene. And it was just kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot of weird stuff in this. Um, There was a scene where he... He flies around New York. That was pretty strange. Sure, yeah, sure. There's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. And uh, it's one of those... It comes to a point, right? Is like, throughout the movie, it showcases that, you know, when nobody else is around, he has this power where he can move objects with his mind. And you almost have to wonder, because the movie is focused heavily on uh, the decline of art and ego. And basically it was about his ego. So I'm wondering if maybe this was all just in his mind that he could move shit with his, you know, with his thoughts. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I thought. But yeah, it's one of those movies where it, I don't really know until 10 years later when someone writes a 90-page blog about it, Arco <laughs> uh, Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> and even that, I'm not sure about, man. <laughs> you like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Fight Fight Club, it's one of my favorite movies, but I will never be able to fully grasp it. That's for sure. No, fuck no. No one can. I don't yeah. even think it's fucking... Fincher? I don't think anyone does. I don't even think... No, Fincher for sure doesn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> at some point, people have just started building their own fucking theories and shit. And he's like... And he, like, hears some yeah. of the theories, and he goes, fuck, maybe. You know, Fincher's <laughs> a smart guy, but he's not that smart, you know? Smarter than uh, smarter than um, Inception, motherfucker. Christopher Nolan. He's smarter oh, than yeah. Christopher Nolan. That's most people. Sure. Most, most people are. Well, Christopher Nolan thinks he's like as smart as Fincher, right? With like Inception and Interstellar and shit. He thinks he's smart, and then it's just like, not smart, bro. Not as smart. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Christopher Nolan, and this is why. This is one of my biggest, you know complaints about Interstellar is it just it felt like he made it specifically because he wanted Oscars like for no other reason than that he just he wanted Oscars that's why he made the movie well you know he was stuck doing Batman for a long time and uh, now he just wants to splooge his knowledge onto people (laughs) his yeah his humongous brain yeah yeah he's just stroking off his brain (laughs) He's like, hey, you want to know how interesting I am? I'm going to bump out a script in three hours when I'm high as fuck. <laughs> Dude, I bet I bet Christopher Nolan does a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He writes his mushrooms, then he writes his scripts, and then the next day he reads it and he's like, this is this is amazing. And everybody else reads it and goes, um, I there's don't no know. Way, yo, 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 there's no way he came up with Inception not on mushrooms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right, yeah, I'll agree with that. So there's a lot of as much. He doesn't as I love, seem like he doesn't seem like an acid guy to me. He's got it's got to be shrooms. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, you know, maybe even something heavier. Like I don't know, like maybe even like heroin, because like you gotta be fucked. You gotta be fucked to think up up Inception, man. Like DMT. That's, yeah, maybe PCP, possibly. That's, the purple, the purple dragon. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just I, I think he looks like a hallucinogens man to me, so that's why I'm thinking like it, it acid, could just be, shrooms, DMT. It's possible that it's just all of them though. Ah, yeah, that's true. You never know. It's possible he just does them all. Alright, fuck it. Let's go whatever let's we were go, talking about before. Let's go back to Birdman. No, Birdman clearly like like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of underlying themes about the decline of art and it's mm-hmm. it's Look. pretty heavily pointed at in fact they even like show very clearly it's heavily pointed at uh, Marvel and basically how yeah. the Marvel movies are kind of artless. Well yeah, and they drop a lot of like Robert Downey Jr. and shit like that, and yeah. that's my favorite thing in movie universes when uh, it'll be like he's like a fake actor, but then they're dropping names of all sorts of people. <laughs> it's like, yeah. dude, my favorite universe of all. <laughs> so in like that universe where Robert Downey Jr. exists, does Michael Keaton just not exist? Michael Keaton may exist, <laughs> but he's just he's just different. I'm just joking, man. Of course, Michael Keaton exists. He did the Absolutely. Batman. I mean, Birdman. No, no, he did Batman. Yeah, no, I know. It's just, it's very obvious that that's exactly what they're referring to is the yeah, fact that no, he was absolutely, a Batman. Absolutely. Like it's, it's, it's quite obvious, especially with like the, with like this voice going on in the background. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, the Birdman voice, it's Batman. It's, he's got wings. Oh, it's Batman. Well, a lot of fucking layers. More, more layers than I, uh, you know, felt like diving into when I was watching it. You know, it's one of those movies. And as much. I'll, I'll take it at surface level until I watch it again, you know. Um, obviously, it's about the fucking fragile psyche of actors or whatever. Yeah. I understand that. But, like, there's a lot of weird stuff in it that has probably gone over my head at this point. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I feel like I'll probably need to see it a few more times. And, honestly, I liked it enough that I probably will. Now... Yeah. I want to talk. I want to talk about the ending because it's not really spoilers because you can kind of see it coming from like an hour and a half away. Do you think? Do you think he killed himself or how do? You, how? What do you think? I think. I think he probably killed himself. But there's also that point where she looks up in the sky and she smiles. So which means that his imagination is still running wild. So he might not be dead, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure he killed himself because. Because then he jumped out the window, theoretically. So. Yeah. It, it, and it's hard to, once you realize that he's making up, like, a lot of the shit that's going on in the world, like, a lot of the shit that we're seeing, it's hard to really understand what scenes are actually happening and what scenes are just feeding his ego. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, I agree. And there's there's like a there's conflict as well between him and Tabitha, and I I'm not sure I like that character, but I don't like his character either. It's it's a weird conflict where I don't know whose side I'm on because he's you know like you know he's out there he's risking everything, but she is right on the fact that he's just some spoiled asshole who came from Hollywood thinking oh yeah fucking Broadway's a step down from what I do so I can just fucking do that. I agree with both sides. But I hate both the characters so much. Sure. I, I would say the most likable characters, like Emma Stone's character, like is like the most likable character. Edward mm-hmm. Norton's character is a fucking idiot. Like first okay. of all, he's a fucking it, like that scene where he's like, "Oh man, the only time I'm on stage, or the only time I'm alive, and the only time I'm honest was when I'm on, when I'm on stage." Go fuck yourself, you asshole. <laughs> like that's so douchey. Yeah, I like the scene where like uh, he's supposed to be drinking on stage, and he and uh, Michael <laughs> Keaton got rid of his gin, and he just flipped out. Yeah, in front of the audience. That's like it is. It is a fucking great movie. I also really like the scene where he tries to bang the girl on stage. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was that was funny. And then he had it. And then he had a big fucking boner. Now, when he when he got when Michael Keaton gets trapped outside, that was an interesting aspect. <laughs> yeah, we had to run through the streets in his underwear. Now, this movie is strange because you almost have to wonder, like, this movie's been categorized as a comedy. It's got it's funny parts, comedy. but it's it's not that funny. Like, it's it's pretty serious. It's got some pretty serious undertones. It's about depression. Yeah. And insanity. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't... Yeah. 
I, I, I didn't I didn't think it was that funny. There were funny parts like uh, the boner scene. Yeah, I don't know. Classic it's in, boner. It's in, like it's in the same category as uh, Grand Budapest, and like that's a comedy. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't even I wouldn't put him in there because that's for sure a comedy. There, there's there. I, I was looking at that category and like. <laughs> There's not really any comedies in it besides Grand Budapest. They're all like you know dark comedies or dramedies. Yeah, yeah, but like this movie, it's it's just hard to pick because it like like I said, it's it's funny at times, but is it really that good? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. This is definitely one of the best movies I've seen this year. Definitely one of the best movies I've seen this year. Um, but it is getting high, very, very high praise. And I think that's because a lot of people who are watching it are like, oh, my God, I love the statement that this movie makes, rather than watching the movie itself. And, yes, the movie does make a statement that is, like, let's be honest, it's pretty film school douchey, like very film school douchey. Oh, yeah. This this might be one of the like most film school douche movies I've ever seen. I fucking loved it, but super film school douchey. Yeah, um, I'm a big I'm a big Keaton fan though, so that's what really draw me. That was really drew me to this movie, and um, you know I didn't I didn't know what to expect really coming into this movie, but I I was pleasantly surprised. I like I like what I like what they offered. You know what you know what would be amazing. I just came up with this. This would be the best fucking marketing ploy of all time. Hmm. If when this came out on DVD, you bundled it in a three-pack with Batman and Batman Returns, <laughs> how fucking good, right? Watch yeah. those three movies back-to-back. <laughs> watch, his fucking, watch his fucking claims to fame and then be like, all right, and here's where, here's where he fucking just defames his entire body of work. Sure, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, I'd say 100%. Like, definitely 100% fuck yes. Definitely 100% fuck yes. Make sure you're paying attention, though. This is, like, one of those movies uh, similar to, like, 2001. Like, you can't be texting while you're watching it. you got to put fucking everything down. It's a fight clear, that's for sure. Yeah, all hands on deck kind of movie. Put your phone away. Turn that shit off. Or just watch it four times if you're not going to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really the only way to do it. Because like if you miss like a, a scene change, you'll be you'll be mad confused. Mm-hmm. So hundred yeah, percent. Uh, well, I guess. Yes, I think we got all. That's all we got to say about that. Should we uh should we talk a little bit about the the nomination list that went up today? Yeah, we might as well talk about that for a bit. Oh, we will also talk about the Golden Globes. Boyhood took away the Golden Globe for Best Picture. Yeah, we got about fourteen minutes, so we can we can do that. Uh, oh yeah, okay. So let's talk let's talk let's talk Golden Globes here for a second. Number mm-hmm. one, Amy Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Can they just like can they just do everything now? Like, can they be the Neil Patrick Harris of hosting shit now? Sure, yeah. Yeah, they were they were fucking they were fucking funny. They had some mega jokes, but uh, of course I like, I like I like Ricky Gervais when he's up there fucking wasted and shit. That's that's always <laughs> yeah. a good time. I like I like when James Franco gets high. It's fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, James Franco loves <laughs> <worst> gas. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I've always wondered where he gets weed in New York. Who, Jimmy Frank? Jimmy Frank. Does he live in NYC? Yeah. Well, he went to he went to school there for a long time. Oh. Like even during like the last like four movies he was in, he was oh, going to school in New York. Well, nifty. Um, so yeah, we got Boyhood winning best drama. Ah, Whiplash wasn't even nominated. Yeah, that was. Like, hmm. That's fucking. What else was uh, up, what else was up for dramas? Uh, Theory of Everything, which was good. Yep. Oh, uh, we got Boyhood, uh, The Imitation Game, I believe. I want to see that one pretty bad. We're gonna yeah. have to see that soon. Yeah, my brother saw it. He said it was he said it was pretty good. Um, what else? Um, Selma. Selma was up. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And I wanna and I wanna say Night no not Nightcrawler, not Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler was a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, it fucking was. I think the other one was either Foxcatcher or American Sniper. I can't really remember. Right, right. It was one of those two for sure. It might have been Foxcatcher actually. Yeah, 
Yeah, and Fox Foxcatcher, from what I understand, is really good. And I, I'd like to see it because I want to see I want to see fucking Steve Carell go Hondo because I've seen him go 80 his whole career. Yeah, maybe less usually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, all about Dan, Dan in real life. Yeah, yeah, all about Dan or whatever. Yeah. Like that's a solid oh. 45. <laughs> My parents fucking like that movie. He's fucking using the pancakes as a pillow. What a silly guy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but then for comedies we had. Um, Grand Budapest Hotel, which took it away. Yep, that's for sure. God Obviously. bless West, man. Uh, Bran. Yeah, I would I would say it's pretty debatable which of those two movies is a better movie, Birdman and, and Grand Budapest Hotel. They're both very good, though. Uh, yeah, give give West Woods, something, right? I believe was nominated. Ah, oh, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> and you know what? You know what? We we called it we called it a while back. We called mm-hmm. it a while back. Saint Vincent was nominated for best comedy. Yeah, yeah awesome. I figured it would be. That movie, that movie is amazing. Uh, Michael Keaton, of course, walked away with the best actor in a comedy. Yeah. All right, all right. I can, I can fuck with that. Eddie Redmayne walked that. away with best actor, best sure. actor in a drama. Once again, like I don't know, that, it was like the Golden Globes is pretty much all the shit you don't expect. I, I think and he then, does yeah. deserve that though. That was a good Hawking man. That was a damn good Hawking. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. But like, yeah, like I said, Golden Globes—they do—they they give all the awards to the people you expect them to go to, and then Oscars are like, "Oh fuck, boys, we ain't playing by nobody's rules." Eh. Okay. Sure. But um, J.K. Simmons got yeah, uh, best, supporting best supporting actor. Yeah, I saw that. For Whiplash, deserved. Deserved. Yeah, absolutely. The movie deserves best picture. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ab- fucking absolutely. Um. What else? I think Amy Adams won something. I don't know. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, I think. Was it J.N.? Yeah. Well, I think... Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think Jennifer Aniston won. And I think Julianne... Oh, wait, no. Was it Jennifer Aniston or Julianne Moore? Now I'm confused. I, I saw I saw, I saw. saw Jay Aniston bolded on the list, so... All right, all right. We'll, we'll just... We'll go, with, we'll go with Jennifer Aniston. Overall, the Golden Globes was good this year. Kind of predictable. I don't, watch, I don't watch that shit, but I've heard I heard it was okay. I heard Boyhood. Prince was there with a scepter. Prince was there. Prince <laughs> was indeed there, and he did have a scepter. Uh, Boyhood. Uh, I think it's probably gonna win Best Picture because, like you know, like we said earlier, it's innovative as fuck. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, but, I think it will win. But the uh, the Oscar nominations are coming out fucking tomorrow, so we'll be able to talk about that. At the tail end of the next podcast. Yeah, I think actually some stuff was announced already, but, you know. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, nifty. Nifty. Anyway, I want to talk a little bit about uh, another award show that's very, very different. Uh, Now, this is called The Razzies. I think this was like a few months ago. I was talking to some stupid person about movies, and they were talking to me how how they fucking love, like, Adam Sandler movies and stuff. And they – and this is probably one of the quick-wittest – Quick, quickest wit thing, quick, 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 quick wittiest, quickest wittiest things I've ever said. It came to my head right up the top. They're like, they're like, well, I don't like like Oscar movies, and I was like, but they're good movies, and they're like, yeah, but I just, I wish there was like an award show for movies like the kind of movies that Adam Sandler makes. And I went, there is. It's called the Razzies. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I'm the greatest. But this year, uh, up for worst picture, there's actually some movies we've fucking talked about on here. Oh, yeah, there is. Left Behind with Nicolas Cage. Yep. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. Uh, Transformers Age of Extinction. Uh, uh, I don't think that should win. That was a decent movie, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, it had some all right, action. Uh, the Legend of Hercules, which is the other Hercules movies we, movie we didn't watch. And if there's a movie, a Hercules movie, <laughs> worse than The Rock one, it's got to be bad. If, if we were, if we run out of movies like during the off period, we might have to revisit that shit. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas, putting the Christ back sure. in Christmas. You know what? Uh, I'm going to give that one to TMNT. I would, I'd give it to TMNT, but that, but in my honest opinion, that TMNT is the second worst movie of the year. The first worst movie of the year wasn't even fucking nominated for worst picture. In fact, I saw the shortlist, which consisted of twelve films, and it wasn't on that either. And that movie is the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh yeah. How the fuck did this not get nominated? How is this? I shit I, I forgot that came out. I just hate it so much. You know. <laughs> It's so bad. And then for worst actor, we got Nicolas Cage left behind. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's movie didn't even get nominated. Blended. I was I was surprised about that. Usually Sandler that is kind of funny. Eh, I don't know. I've never seen it, so I can't really talk. It had about uh, it. it had uh, one of those funny black guys in it. 
Ah, funny black guys. Strongs, like one of those strong black guys. Seth MacFarlane is up for worst actor, which I'm I'm not entirely sure I agree with. I actually I actually kind of like that movie. No, I thought he was good in that. Yeah, I mean, like, he's not even. I don't think he's even that bad, dude. <laughs> they must just hate fucking Family Guy or something over at their Razzie. Well, uh, um, didn't Ted get nominated too last a couple years ago? Uh, I could have. It could have. I'm trying to. Oh, maybe that was just a rumor that I heard. I had heard a rumor that um, Liam Neeson was up for worst supporting in um, what's it called? Million Ways to Die in the West. I have now seen that is that is not true. Who? Thank God, I was about to boycott the fuck out of the Raz- Razzies <laughs> for nominating fucking Liam Neeson. No, but uh, we'll Sha- Shaquille O'Neal has been nominated for worst supporting actor though, and he's I think he's got it in the bag. What was he in? He was in um, Blended. Oh. I guess he was the strong black guy. <laughs> was he the funny black guy? No, there's, uh, a, there's a different one. There's a, there's a different one. Actually, maybe actually maybe not, because Kelsey Grammer's also nominated, but he's nominated for four movies. Expendables 3, Legend of Oz, Think Like a Man 2, and Transformers 4. A lot of shit you did this year, Kelsey Grammer. Dude. Yeah, those were all fucking horrible. <laughs> Expendables 3 is like fucking garbage. Okay, okay, I, I, like, I didn't watch it. I didn't can watch we do it. a bottom five also at some point? I think I think we can. Yes, I think we can do a bottom five. Because because I, I think I don't think I'm done ranting about the Amazing Spider-Man two yet. No, I think me neither. That's gotta go on. Must go. Do, on. There was a lot of shitty movies this year. We could do a bottom ten, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking. I easily pull out ten shitty movies that came out uh, this year. Fucking jingle all the way too. I can Grumpy. think. Of, I I can think of. Eight that I really liked this year, but I can think of fifteen that were <laughs> unbelievable garbage. Oh yeah, I you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say, yep, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> That's for sure. Lots of trash, man. Lots of trash. Well, that's that's what we're here for. We're wading through the garbage for you over here, <laughs> epidemic. So you don't have to. Well, we basically watch these movies because Chad loves to rant. <laughs> <laughs> I love to watch movies and make content. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Fucking. So what we got? On, what we got on the agenda for next week, Charlie? So next week we're gonna take a uh, a small break from James Bond 007. Oh, thank, a little breather, hey? Yeah, thank thank Christ because I I, I need a break for these Brosnan picks. Sure. Like, I think that's I, uh, I think we we saved this for a good spot, you know. To, yeah, absolutely. To take a little breather. We're going to do a uh, full animation. We're going to do a full animation episode. We're going to talk about The Book of Life, Big Hero 6, and Penguins of Madagascar. You know, we never talked about Lego Movie either, so you know, you know that might have to come up at some point. Yeah, we also never talked about How to Train Your Dragon 2. We might have to Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, shit. We'll make it a five-movie episode, because with, with kids' movies, you can't really... There's not, like, a lot you can say, right? You want to do five movies? <laughs> well, let's fucking do it. Let's... <laughs> uh, like, I've already seen four of them. It, like, okay. it won't be a problem. We'll, we'll cut out the top five for that episode, maybe, and just... Yo, but... Yo, yo, but I want to do top five animated. All right, that's... It's true. It's, it's, it's like perfect place to do that, too. Fuck it. It'll be like an hour and a half, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, it'll be a long episode all about kids' movies. Because, like, I don't know. I don't think I could talk about a kids' movie for more than no, 10 that's, minutes. That's why we, didn't, that's why we vetoed uh, How to Train Your Dragon 2 when it came out, because I, yeah, I saw it, I liked it, but I just didn't think there was enough to talk about during it. Yeah. The, I, I feel like The Wind Rises was kind of a different thing, because it wasn't an animated movie. It was a movie. Well, that's like, a fucking motion picture right there. That's a motion picture. These animated... Let, let's just do... We'll do one animated show a year at the very <laughs> yeah, tail Because, like, only, like, five good ones come out, if that. Yeah. Like. yeah. Now, um, I've seen I've seen four of these five movies. Um, I've seen one of them. <laughs> and, oh, you got a busy week ahead of oh, you. Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've seen How to Train Your Dragon 2. I haven't um, seen okay. any of the other ones. Okay, so I've seen four of these movies, including How to Train Your Dragon 2, and uh, the Golden the Golden Globe gave the best animated movie to How to Train Your Dragon 2, and I'm like, you fucking high? Like, it, like it's definitely not even the... Like, it's good, but it's not the best anime. Like, Lego movie, clearly. Like, super clearly. It's a bit, have you not seen Lego movie? No, man. I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> Holy fuck, boys! It's going down. It's going down. I'm gonna check out Big Hero Six tonight. But oh but yeah, I, I want to. I want to see all these movies. Like yeah, I, re- 
Penguins, not as much, but I've heard those penguins are funny as fuck. So no, it's it's actually funny as fuck, and John Malkovich is in it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, John John Malkovich is in it, and it's good. I, and and Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch, how is he in everything? Oh yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? I saw I saw I saw like a comment on a, a review of the Penguins movie, and it's like I normally don't like movies like this, but these penguins are funny as fuck. <laughs> and that's a good review. That's a good review of this movie. You're like, all right, you piqued my interest. <laughs> oh my god. So we got we got animation nomination five movies we've just decided this right here live on the podcast yeah absolutely. and of course top top <laughs> top five animated that's films. gonna be a good show you motherfuckers better tune in next week yeah absolutely it might be a little might, might be a little lengthy ah that's tune okay in. people, tune people in. don't mind normally normally we do a tight hour this one might be a little over but normally we do a tight fucking hour because we've got the we've got the formula down right like yeah. three movies and a top five that's exactly an hour every yeah. time. <laughs> we should just fucking we should do like a show like what Eber and Roper used to do, but like like funny. <laughs> well, that is what this is basically. <laughs> yeah, no, but like I mean, like on TV. Oh, on TV. Yeah, <laughs> like dude, like we know how to do a full fucking hour. We can do an hour long show. Go, awesome. even give me like the the the, the twenty two minute piece. <laughs> Like yeah, uh, we, at tw- at twelve thirty on fucking CTV or whatever. Give well, me they, that. Would argue, they, they would argue so much on that. But, it's like, but like you do it every day, right? So yeah. five days a week, twenty two minutes. Oh, you know how easy we could fill that shit. Just talking about. <laughs> yeah, especially like we talking just about it, like the shitty movies. Like we would go so far off of the shitty movies. Like I would have loved to been able to get like my review of Amazing Spider-Man 2 to a lot of people. Like, a very <laughs> wide audience. Because people need to know, man! That's a classic episode. That's the first one we did together. And that's yeah. a classic fucking episode, alright? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, I, I'd say it's my second favorite episode. I still like... Transformers episode is, is like the best <laughs> one. We fucking did it. So good. Lots of good Transformers bits. Anyway, we're, we're, we're fucking being nostalgic about our own show now. God assholes. bless. 23 episodes in. <laughs> we're goddamn famous. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch. We're, we're, going, we're going hard as fuck. All right, fuck y'all. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Fuck y'all? <laughs> subscribe on iTunes. I'm like four episodes behind. I'll upload those today or something. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I listened to the car, so. Cool, cool, cool. See you next week.